Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Michigan Avenue Media and the World of Ink Network. This podcast was founded in 2011 by Marsha Casper Cook and Virginia Grenier. Their focus has always been on helping writers reach their dreams by having informative and entertaining shows. You will also hear the latest information on what's new and exciting in the publishing and marketing industry. And the shows will also cover discussions on screenwriting, audiobooks and movies. New to the shows will be the latest style and trends in fashion, as well as nutrition and how Pinterest can add just the right spark of attention you may need for your projects. So, sit back and relax and enjoy the show. You can find out more information about our shows and being a guest at www.michiganavenuemedia.com. Hi, everybody. It's Marsha Casper-Cook, and uh, we're going to have a great show today. We have two really good authors on that we are going to find out what they like to watch on TV since most of us have been on TV. I mean, I'm watching TV uh, for the last year, over a year now, and I thought that's why we're doing the Hollywood shows. It's kind of fun, and uh, this way we're just going to talk about other things other than the things we've all been talking about constantly, our books and whatever, but these are really two good writers, and we're going to talk mystery, thriller, and see what they watch because we want to hear that and you know so it's a dick belsky and vincent zandry and so each of them can probably tell you a little bit about themselves and we'll just go into conversation hi vincent hi dick how are you hey how are you hey I'm glad to have you two on. This should be fun, and uh, we'll hear what you think about different things. But tell everybody a little bit about yourself, Dick. Uh, uh, yeah, so I'm a, a longtime journalist in New York City. I spent most of my uh, career uh, uh, working at, as an editor at the New York Post, New York Daily News, NBC News. And uh, now I write, I write uh, mystery thrillers, uh, my 18th book, uh, Beyond the Headlines is coming out next week, and uh, and uh, uh, you know I draw most of my stuff I draw on uh, my newspaper background for in my books, but I draw a lot on <laughs> movies and TV too because you know it's like it's funny like people I probably realize it, but so much of things that I watch and favorite shows and stuff, uh, you know, there's some tone of that 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 will get into my books, you know. That yes, I, that's I why that's, that's why it should be fun hearing what you have to say about that. Okay, mm. Vincent, what about you? We know about you, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm I'm uh I'm a superstar author, you know, you know, I I, I have a Learjet, <laughs> you know, like all that stuff, right, Dick? Um, That's I'm, right. I'm just Can honored we... I'm just honored to be on the same show with you, Vincent. Uh, <laughs> hey, uh, right back at you, pal. Right back at you. Believe me. Um, yeah, I'm a, you know, I I think I'm on book 50 or 60 at this point. Um uh, I write predominantly crime novels and uh I've had a few bestsellers and uh, more than a few that have uh, um, spunk up the joint that even my mother wouldn't buy. But uh, for the most part, <laughs> I'm able to make a, make a decent living from this. Um, but mostly just because I'm prolific. But uh, I have a, also have a new one coming out called Paradox Lake uh, next month on uh, May 18th. It's a standalone thriller. Um, and, uh, yes, I love the movies and I love Hollywood. And I, uh, I've, uh, I've been led... I'm like a bridesmaid. I've had many, many calls and many, many <laughs> close brushes with Hollywood, but nothing ever produced. So, yeah. Um, well, that's the problem you know. with Hollywood. That's the thing, you know. And that's the other thing, you know. I think, you know, everybody at the when, when you watch the Academy Awards, you know, 
even if the movie isn't good, every all of us certainly know how hard it is to get a movie deal. Even if you have a contract, and it, it just doesn't seem to work a lot because it is about money, you know, and yeah. it costs a lot of money to do a movie. And right. now yep. there's a lot of problem because of the pandemic, and a lot of people went to work, you know, when they didn't want to go to work. You well, know, the right. other they thing, had of to course, because about, they had deadlines. So the other thing, I think of course, about what you're saying, issue. what you what you're saying, Marcia, is that uh, even if by some chance you go through all the process that you get, you know, you get your, your book optioned and, you know, yes. and, uh, <laughs> and at some point they talk about making a movie and they actually make the movie. Because, I mean, that's a long process in itself. Very uh, long. The, the, it, the very good chance that the movie that would come out and the odds that you, that would ever happen are pretty, pretty low, low but uh, astronomical. But presumably that movie is not going to bear much resemblance to your book, you know, because yeah, you know, right. yeah, then we write the whole thing themselves, you know. So yes. it's, uh, it's, uh, uh, and, and I, like Vincent, I guess I've, I've been on the fringes of it. I've had, you know, uh, you know, something, you know, optioned. I've had, you know, come close to selling a script and, uh, it's, uh, wow. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's so much more complicated than, uh, selling a, than, yeah, than it is. And, you know, and that's yeah. really the truth. Yeah. And, you know, I, I've been optioned four times and nothing, okay? Right. And the last option, the person they want, they found me online somewhere, and they and it was a decent studio. They never got back to me, and I'm thinking, oh my god! And I was a, yeah. and I was a WGA screen, you know, I was an agent, and I, and I thought to myself, how can they do that? They never, and I kept calling them. They nothing zip and i'm yeah. thinking yeah. they probably don't know that i was an agent and you know with the wga and they just figure and that's what they do to people they took it and you know they were they said they were going to option it and for no money which was not a good thing but sometimes you do that because you won't really want the credit but yeah. you know right. this, this is the problem and then they, and what is that about so i try to explain to people now if you have a, if you have screenplays try to put them in books because it, the odds of getting your screenplay done are really small no matter if you're right no matter how close you get although you can yep. make a living you can make a living doing options i mean i know people that have done that you know yes, like right. yes. Who, who, yeah. yes but because right as years ago they made plenty of money and they were optioned and they just sat in the can nobody even did anything and then you know they still made the money and so they didn't right. it didn't come out you know and right. I, I think one of the things now is, I think that's why let's talk about this, because I think Netflix and all these, they, we're seeing a lot of things that would never have been out. They just mm -hmm. need movies. Yeah. Done. <laughs> you know, that are done. Uh, what, is it, what do you both think about the Academy? I remember, Dick, you were talking to me about it. You didn't see, mostly, like I was listening to Bill Maher, and he was saying the movies were so depressing, a lot of people yeah. didn't watch them this year. So, you know, I have to admit, I don't even know what was nominated. <laughs> you know, right. I don't have a television, so I didn't watch the the award. Um, you know, I'm still watching movies from the 1950s. Okay, so let's talk. All right, that's a good thing. All right, let's talk about that because I like the old movies. So why do you watch the old movies? What do you think is different about the old movies, how they make them now, and what influence? I, I don't know. From my point of view, um, you know, like old noir films, because um, I write predominantly noir. You know, like, like in a lonely place, yeah. which is a movie. I think I think I've watched that like four or five times, and I always find gems in it. Um, or out of the past, you know, Robert Mitchum, all that sort of stuff. Um, yeah. There's just there's just a, an allure about it. 
um, they did a lot with a little. And, um, you know, like yeah. today, yeah. I'm not interested, yeah. you know, like I'm not interested in watching an action adventure that was filmed on a blue screen and that whole bit. Um, it just doesn't, yeah. just, just doesn't do it for me. And um, I hope I'm not rattling anybody's cages or anything like that or anything no, like that. No, because you want to know why you want to know, because that's really the truth. Because no, when actually the movies like that actually were nominated, they weren't. Right. Like, like the big movies that make a ton of money, those aren't the ones that were right. nominated. These well, are but, the smaller okay. independent. It, it didn't. It didn't always used to be like that, Marcia. You know, like no. and uh, no. uh, uh, <laughs> no. uh, I mean, and the point is, is that you know, movies like you know, The Godfather or Butch Cassidy and the Sundance yeah. Kid, you know, really big, good commercial movies, yeah. would yeah. Win, yeah. be the ones that win awards. And they were, they were movies that were, you know, that were accessible to watch. Um, yeah, I think now uh, so many of the movies that get the awards are, I mean, and some of them are good and some of them aren't. I, I said to you on, uh, we were talking just before, yeah. I didn't watch it. I have it. I have many TVs, Vincent, unlike you, but I, but I didn't watch it a, a second of the Oscars, uh, you know, because I, right. I don't know any of the movies, but it's not just because of COVID. It's not just because I didn't go to theaters to see them. Right. It's like most of them are all, I just find depressing or obscure or boring. Um, and yeah. the, I think the last, the, we were saying, uh, the, we guess was the year before the Oscar winner movie. I actually went to a Parasite. theater. I saw right. Parasite. I know not only didn't like that movie, I detested it and hated it with a passion. And it won Best Picture. And I was like, okay, okay let's I'm, talk about I'm that completely, for a I'm completely so, out of this, you know. <laughs> right. So let's talk about that for a second. Okay. Like, I can't get my husband to watch that movie. He refuses his subtitles. He won't. And I, I did like the ending. I thought it was really, really good. And I see... But usually the, a lot of these films now, they have a, a meaning at the end, but I don't think they have it. what keeps people watching. That's the thing. You know, you, there's, a, there's something about excitement and then no excitement in a lot of the movies right. where you're just watching it. But Nomad, Nomadland, you know, that was pretty good. I mean, I saw that one, and I thought it was really good, but it's – wasn't you know that you don't walk out like and I like the theater because I used to like walking out and hearing everybody say oh I liked the movie I didn't like oh, it. Oh I love you know. be, I love being in the theater you know with the crowd around yeah. and yeah. right and hearing yeah. people. I, I I will tell you the last movie that I went to a movie theater and which like the last couple of years last movie I went to a movie theater and I really liked and it was one uh, it was the one that uh, I never in a million years thought I would like and it was Jojo Rabbit and uh, yeah. you know you're probably familiar with that I mean it's yeah. about a little yeah. boy who's been Best friend is Adolf Hitler. I yes. mean, come on! Yeah. I mean, what a what a horribly depressing movie. It is. It is heartwarming. It's you know, it's funny. Yeah. It's and it just goes to show you that in the hands of good of writers right and good people, yeah, uh, right people. you know, you could yeah. make a class. And it's it just was class. You know, I don't know. It was just a really. And it's when you see a movie like that. I mean, if you go to see a movie with, you know, I don't know, Brad Pitt or some big star, yep. and you think, okay, right. well, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm expecting. When you go see a movie, you're not expecting anything. And, oh, also, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, uh, you know, that's another one. Uh, I, to me, it was just a must-see because, you know, it revolves around the Manson killings in the late 60s. I loved it. I, I really liked it. I liked and, it. Yeah, I, I liked it a lot. I liked there that movie. A, I, you know, I thought that, they were like great together. I thought it was really good because I really think – well, Quentin, you know, the way he does Quentin Tarantino, at the end, yep. everybody was waiting for one ending, and he gave them a different ending. And you were and dreading that you, ending. You were it, dreading the ending. That was so ending, incredible. You know? Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, and, and it, 
Yeah, it was great. Yeah, Brad, so Vincent, uh, Brad Vincent you don't watch TV? Now. Vincent, did Vincent say, did you say you don't watch TV? Or you just don't feel no, it? No, I, I don't watch I don't watch normal TV. I just pick and choose from Netflix or uh, Amazon. Oh, you do from Netflix. Right, right. Um, yeah. I think yeah, the cool. last Netflix. movie I think the, I think the last movie I saw in a theater, speaking of Tarantino, was Inglorious Bastards, and that's going back a bit. Yeah. yeah. But any of those movies, any of his movies were the one thing that makes them good is their uniqueness. It's not like anybody else's movie. He is completely right. his own person. And that's, you yeah. know, that's very hard to do in Hollywood, you know, and get it done. But he learned how right. to do that. And he does well, it I'm great. Well, I'm actually not a huge Tarantino fan, which is why I was, I mean, I did like, obviously, Pulp Fiction. But I was yeah, sort Pulp of surprised. Uh, you know, and part of that is because of just the, you know, his personal stuff. You know, he's been involved politically and stuff here in New York, anti, you know, like yeah. just stuff that, uh, so for whatever reason, I was never a, tri- uh, but, you know, you go see a movie and you like the movie and you don't, you know, you don't have to like, I mean, that's another whole thing, too. You know, you can, you can. Can you separate, because um, here's an interesting discussion that's been, you know, some of the best movies that I remember from when I was growing up, the funniest movies were Woody Allen movies, you know, yeah. Annie Hall right. and Manhattan yes. and things like that. Yeah. And I have friends and I say, you got, you know, Annie Hall is one of my favorite all time. I, I won't watch it because, you know, I don't like Woody Allen and all the stuff that he might or might not have done. And it's an interesting thing about whether or not you can separate personal feelings from Seeing somebody well, I tried to with him because role. I absolutely love the way he writes. I love the way yeah. he does the characters. I love the way he the characters talk. I like what he puts in it, and I try to get everything out of my mind. And that's one of the things that's happened lately is every time someone in Hollywood does something or whatever, we don't all know exactly the facts, and we right. already hate them. And this is not a good thing. So I try to not get into that with people because I in Hollywood because I want to like these movies and I do like these movies. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you want to escape and it's tough to escape when, when yes. you know. Yes, you it know, is tough to escape. Something you don't agree with. And I wish it, they didn't it, do this because it was better. I think years ago in the old times, when you know, when they, all the older movies, they weren't on TV shows. They didn't talk about things. They weren't on the Internet making a mistake of something they said on Twitter that everybody hates them for. Of course, yeah. I think yeah. that's what was good because you just, if you like, let's say, Alfred Hitchcock, he, this guy was, he had a lot of issues. But who cares? Yeah. He wrote his, his writing and the, the stories. You went, you didn't go right. thinking about his life. You thought about what he did right and you and you don't uh and and you didn't know anything about their personal lives i mean i know you know i i was watching just you know one of these autopsy things whatever on debbie reynolds and i was like oh my god i didn't know that i didn't know that you know all this stuff that you know that you find out and 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 you know the classic being people like you know you know rock hudson and doris day i mean you know oh romantic couple of america and nobody really knew the best you know (laughs) yeah but you know what rock hudson was all because it was just like it, it just, and it, who cares? You know, that's the know. thing. Yeah. Why do we have to care, though? See, that's the thing. We want, When you go to the movies or you watch TV, you want to be entertained. We're not, you know, I question myself. I was talking about it last week. We had a show on Handmaid's Tale, and I love it, right. okay? And everybody's waiting for it to come on. Me, too. And I wasn't going to watch it, and I started watching it during the pandemic, and I went crazy. I kept watching it. So we had a show last week and with people that liked it, and I'm thinking to myself, Sometimes you are watching something and you go, this is so, how am I watching this? This is really bad what they're doing. And I'm sitting there watching it. And a lot of the stuff that's on now, sometimes you say to yourself, look what I'm watching. 
and I am watching it. But, you know, it's a good example of something where, where great, you know, again, great writing and great acting on TV is the, is the Sopranos. You know, now, if you think yes. about the Sopranos, <laughs> yes, yes. these are despicable yes. people, horrible, despicable people. But, but it is entertaining. You like them. I you, know that. You're actually sympathetic to them, which is really an amazing, as a, you know, it's, a, it's amazing, you know, David Chase, the, the producer, yes. director, oh, and, was, uh, and the writers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I mean, that's, that is really difficult to pull off, I think. Right. Yeah. Or how about, I, like, I think, a movie like, um, I think one of my favorite uh, postmodern noir movies is uh, Seven. Remember yeah. that came oh, out yeah. around yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. With the head. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of yeah. Brad, yeah. It, when you watch <laughs> that movie, the amazing, that is like one of the most haunting movies. And if you, and if you think about it, um, not a single one of those crimes appears in, on right. screen. It's always yeah, after true. the fact. Yeah. And yet it's still frightening as hell. You know, and yeah, that was with Ashley uh, Judd. Ashley was Judd was in that great one. Great example, was, great yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, uh, because when you really think about those things, they didn't show as much, but it was just like because both of you are thriller, crime, murder type, and so you can you can imagine we don't have to see every last detail, you know, well, of or, everything or you, sometimes. Or you, or or you know, on the other side of that, and you talked about a. Uh, I think this is just talking about a haunting movie. So when I was a, uh, a kid growing up, I was a teenager, I went to see a, a movie you might have heard of by uh, Alfred Hitchcock called Psycho, you know. And <laughs> oh, yeah. You're sitting there watching yeah. it. You're yeah. sitting there watching yeah. your kid. Yeah. And, I mean, the first thing is the star of the movie is Janet Lee, And you're like, right. okay, well, there's all this stuff happening, but, you know. she's right. And she's suddenly like, you know, whatever it is, midway, not even midway through the movie, she's dead. And they I show everybody. <laughs> thing of the shower and the, the screeching and the, and and it's i mean again that just shows you like i mean there are no rules it's like if you just make a great movie and that's like classic on so many levels you know that movie yes yeah yeah look at look at alfred hitchcock's movies when you think about all of yeah. them they always had something unique every one of them yeah. You know. Yeah. And he was and he was just he did what he wanted to do. And that's the other thing. I think both of you do this. You write what you want to write. And I think a lot right. of people write what they think they should write. And that's not yes. good either. You know, when you do that. Nope. You know, like Alfred yeah. Hitchcock, like in those days, he just wrote he wrote. And that was that. He didn't have all the everybody, you know, saying this to do this, to do that. And I think sometimes we're over thinking what we write. Rather than yes, just writing. But especially in the movies. It's a lot to be said for writing exactly what you want to write because if you're having a blast doing it, chances are yeah. the, the reader is going to have a blast yeah. doing it, you know, whether it sells yeah. a lot or doesn't sell a lot. But, uh, you know, I, I, I've tried to write outside what I'd love to read or watch, yeah. and, and it's usually, that's, it's usually been a disaster. Yeah. yeah. And I, and I, I, think that, I think that's I've, true. I've said that too, you know, Vince, you know, I've just said, like, when people ask about what you write, I go, like, I just, I write the kind of book that I would want to read because I'm hoping that there are other people out there who would want to read the same right. thing too. Well, right, um, yes, and, you know, and, and, you know, and when you really have a good character, like, you know, in the movies, you know, on, on the TV shows, a lot of them, you know, like the 
there was, you know, I, we were watching, my husband and I, I think we were watching Shark, which was an old series with James mm-hmm. Woods. And so, like, now, I, you know, I used to love James Woods, and then politically I hear him say all these things, and I go, oh, I don't like, you know what I mean? It's like I don't want to be, you know, it, like it, when that was on, Shark, nobody nobody talked politically as much. And, yeah, yeah. you know, and I think it's better when they didn't because you start forming opinions that really you just want to watch the series. You don't want to think about what who he's voting for. You know, I mean, you just – and those are the people that were out there in the past. And some of the old shows, like that um, – I don't know, um, the lawyers, a lot of the, the shows that are really good are the old law shows because they really solve the murder and they don't just have a scene. You know, you're talking about like Law and Order TV shows? Or? Yeah, like any of those, you know, when yeah. they go through the whole thing. But, you know, uh, Shark was like that and um, I can't, I, you know, the, pra- the not the practice, um, the lawyer, there's, well, Kelly, um, Kelly was the writer of some of those, you know, with Boston right. Legal David and Kelly. all of those yeah, shows. Yeah. You know, they really hit the dialogue in those movies was incredible. If you go uh, back and, you know, when you well, think about it, though, think about the dialogue. They had so much of it. They were all in trial. Right. Now right. they don't right. really do that as much can you right. you know I, I is there anything the you could think of that you've seen like that <laughs> oh no? hey wait let go you go with that that's my all-time favorite show vincent the rockford my yeah. old, i think that's what got me into i mean i was just a boy when my mother would watch it on saturday nights and i would watch it with her and i i swear to god i was like this guy's cool you know like What's that? You know, what, I, I didn't god, hear that who was it the rock so we're talking know? about the rockford files i still oh my god watch rock- those, you know and 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 it's like <laughs> the cast it's like uh it's like, uh, you know, I always thought Angel was like, you know, th- he was the ultimate, you know, despicable character yeah. who you still loved, you know, and yeah. he was his yeah. best friend. Yeah. Yep. And I so, love his dad. Yeah, but, you know, it's great. Yeah. And, that was uh, a good show. And, uh, yeah. and James Garner was one of those people. And, you know, because I've, I've seen yeah. some of the Mavericks, too. And he also made one of the funniest movies I've ever seen back in the 60s, you know, Support Your Local Sheriff, which is, yeah. you know, he, 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 <laughs> I mean, he played a lot of dramatic roles, too. But he, he had this character, which was the same. So Support Your Local Sheriff, Maverick, and then Rockford Files was basically the same character. It was this kind of the easygoing guy, yeah. Yeah. you know, that things happen yeah. to. And, and he's just yeah. – somebody wrote a piece once about the Rockford Files about it. it's like – it's unlike anything else because it's like he's the guy, like his car breaks down, he goes to the shop, they screw it up, they overcharge. Right. Everything, he, nothing goes right for him, you know, and everybody goes no, right no. to that, yeah. you know? Right, right. And he did, remember he that, did remember romantic like comedies. Right. Remember no, like the one scene, too. I think it's even in, in the first the first episode of the Brocker Files, he's like, right. he tries to do that trick with like you light the cigarette. And throw oh, the yeah, cigarette yeah, in the, in the yeah, bad guy's yeah. face and then punch him. And, like, of yeah. course, he screws that up, you know. Yeah, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. You know, because he, he, he does it with one guy, he does it with the mobster, yeah. And, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, uh, that's, uh, that's, you know, the shame of that one is just that, uh, you know, it didn't, uh, it didn't go on longer, and that really had to do with him. Because, you know, you read this stuff. I'm sitting here right now, believe it or not, I have a book on my shelf called The Real Story or whatever behind the Rockford Files, which I bought oh, years really? ago. And, um, wow. and uh, you know, the thing with that is he was such a um, 
uh, uh, a stickler for doing all this. So he did all that stuff. He did the car yeah. things. He did the chases. Yeah, he did a lot. And uh, he got oh, no beat, up, beat up. He got beat, and he's in almost every scene too. You know, so. Yeah. yeah, and that's right. And but think about all the dialogue they had to do. I mean, they really did. They didn't, you know, they didn't just stand on the screen and just stare. They did a lot, you know. And they, you know, and, and funny, he did a lot I of mean, romantic comedies. Oh, he yeah, did with Doris yeah. Day. He did a but, few of those. And he did some later on when he got older. He did some dramatic ones that were. With, I think he was with. Um, yeah, he did Murphy's Murphy's Law. I think it was. Oh, that was good others. with uh, yeah, Sally Field. Yeah. That was good. That's right. You know, yeah. and, and I'm wondering and if if not if as team, things go on if people will remember some of these movies like they do the other the old movies because I have so so many of the authors that are on even the young very young ones they like older movies. They watch them a yeah. before we before we leave the Rockford Files since uh okay. since yeah. Vincent brought it up and we're both such huge fans. I have to add the other wonderful thing about the Rockford Files that was worth it even just for that was the theme song. What a great yeah. theme song. Yeah, whatever it is, you know, yep. I can't do it. Yep. But um that song <laughs> it just, you hear it. Yeah, and you hear it, you hear it, and you just want to run to the TV and watch it. You know, and say, Well, what's going on next? Yep. you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like a number one, uh, you know, like it was a top 40 hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, in the, I mean, right, in the, in, a lot of the, in those days, some of those were, yes, the songs, the themes. Right. Well, there was some know, great and those ones, were the beats, you know, like, you know. Uh, like Hill Street Blues had a great one. You know, there yeah. were a lot of oh, that was great. great music, but I would put the Rockford file, because it, it, it was just this kind of peppy, you know, and it captured Rockford, you know, uh, so, right. yeah. so well. You know, even his name But was isn't that great, great when Rockford. you have like a character like that? I mean, like, you know... When I used to watch uh, Dallas, I used to, I, I loved, I thought, you know, J.R. Ewing, he, the one thing I liked about, like, a character like that, like, you know, like Jim Garner, they were characters that nobody could take their place. That was, they were the same, they were yeah. really who they were. You know, they didn't change, like, sometimes they did, you know, like, James Garner was James Garner. In, you know, in, yeah. what, in Rockford, he was that character, so... When you make a character right. like that, I think this is so incredible. When you make a good, solid character that people really remember, that's in, in, that's really great, you know. And that, that's you, what I you look always, for. You always just assumed that Jim Garner, James Garner, and I don't know that he was. I think. You mean that he was? Hello. Oh, did we lose? Did we lose that uh, next? No, I don't know if we lost. No, he's on here because he's on, he's still on the screen. Oh, he dropped. He'll come back on. He'll come back yeah, on. Okay. Yeah, I, I think you know. Like it's interesting that your mother introduced you to someone like that. You know, because a lot those right. were the shows that people were introduced to. You know, my mother. Because, my mother watched every single one of those. Manix. Yeah. Um, you know, oh, like all too. of them. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Everyone. Um, you know, know. Colombo, um, oh, all that my, stuff. Oh, Colombo, my mother was, every time she, you know, but, you know, but think about those movies, you know, look at look at the characters that were still all these years later talking about characters that are so incredible Yeah. that you, you know, you almost, you wish you could make someone like that, you know, where people would know that person. Oh, here he is again out there, Come on. Hey, can you hear me? You're back on. I'm here. You hear me? Oh, great. Okay. Yeah. I don't know what happened. I suddenly we were talking about Columbo now, about, about Columbo, all oh, those characters that were other, so... that's my other big one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> so so uh, I don't. I will say this for a guy who says he doesn't own a TV. Uh, Vincent watches a lot of real good shows. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, just be, just because I don't under, watch TV doesn't mean I get my my watching time in. I just do it on my laptop now. Yeah, you I do know, it on your I laptop. Know, know. Yeah, but yeah. you know, I've I've told this story, uh, Vincent, at a couple. I brought this up in at a couple panel discussions and stuff. And I I always thought about Columbo, and I, I don't know what you were talking about it, but I always said, just start. Uh, and it it just shows like how you can never predict, you know, what anything will be. Can you imagine right. that you uh, you come to a TV producer with an? Oh, I had this idea, really great idea for a show. It yeah. would run like ninety minutes to two hours, <laughs> and in the first twenty minutes, somebody would be murdered, and you would see it all, and you would know everything about the murder, including who did it. And then the next hour and a half, it'll be a detective trying to figure it out. I mean, that yeah. sounds like the worst idea in the history of the world. Yeah, right. but, but, but think of all the ones that were like that. But think of all the ones that were like that, right? Yeah, and you know, because of Columbo, you know, because of Peter yeah. Falk, you know. Yeah. Yep. So yeah. true. Because these characters are bigger than life, and that's what that is what the most incredible thing is, you know. Uh, Jessica Fletcher, and, all those and, they're they're incredible yeah. characters and it, that you everybody but, you know, hopes they and it, But it's chance so much of it because uh, oh it is you know oh, the stories no the stories are they wanted I think it was Bing Crosby to play the role that was always the, the story and Bing oh, Crosby really? turned them down to, to really? play Columbo. Bing they wanted him to be Columbo, yeah, and uh, they tried a few other people. I can't remember who. Bing Crosby was the main one, and then you know because Peter Falk wasn't anybody that big, and then you know Peter Falk. Kind of, you know, got the role, but I mean, it's it's not like they wrote the the show for Peter Falk, you know, and uh, right, they, like, yeah. a lot of times they they stump. The other the other show, I mean, I you always hear these things about how no, like how stupid I don't say stupid, but how 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 clueless I guess a lot of these people in Hollywood are about stuff and how they stumble onto stuff. Um, and my favorite always of that was uh, Mary Tyler Moore show, and you know the relationship yep, right. between Mary and Lou Grant, which was you know yep. just priceless. And when they did the the um, the opening show, and it's that great scene where Mary gets hired, and you know, and and you know yep. he's you know I hate I hate you know you've got spunk I hate spunk spunk they anybody showed goes, that I to hate test spunk. audiences Wait, I hate they spunk. showed that to <laughs> test audiences. And they yep. got all these negative ratings. And people say, yep. oh, no, the relationship between those two doesn't work and all that. That was great. And thank goodness, thank goodness oh, they enjoyed that and kept them, you know. Yep. But oh, I just God. goes to show you there's no there's no easy way to figure that stuff out. And a lot of times it's then just, look at all the characters that came out of that. I mean, think about it, Betty right. White. I mean, those were really solid characters. You know, they were, right. I mean... Wrote Valerie Harper. And and that was another show that was yeah. so ahead of its time because, uh, yeah. you know, yeah. it, I remember seeing that in the 70s. I remember it was the first show where you had a, basically, we had that girl, Marla Toss. But, you know, the idea yeah. of a single woman working for a living and like that, I, know. Um, I mean, it seems like passe now, but at the time yeah. it was right. incredibly, uh, you know. No, and everybody right. waited to see her swing the hat up in the air and she would catch it. And everybody, you know, right. it's like the, every girl wanted to be like her, you know, and, I and, mean, and, and, like right. Mary Richards, and, Mary Richards, right. you know, and, and, Rhoda, and Morgan, was, Rhoda Morgan, Rhoda Morgan And you know, she was already a big star because she had been, uh, you know, uh, oh, yeah. Laura Petrie. And, and you know, yeah, the whole story yeah. about Mary Tyler Moore right. was the big concern was that People were like originally she was going to be a divorcee, and they said we can't do that because people will think she divorced Rob, you know. So they Rob. Her a, a single girl. <laughs> yeah. I think one. But think about that, Carol Reiner. Look at Carol Reiner. I mean, look at his. Yeah. The, I mean, look at the people in those days that 
did things. Right. I mean, Kyle Reiner, Mel Brooks. I mean, these people were truly funny, and their characters Woody, were uh, Woody great. Allen. Woody Allen was a Woody Allen was a TV writer before he did movies. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and, right. and a lot of them were, you know. And I remember it wasn't that even that long ago. People would go like, oh, I don't want a role that's not on the big screen. And they didn't want to go on TV. None of the, a lot of the, you know, people didn't. Now with Netflix and all the series and everything, they're all taking these roles because otherwise it's really good for them because otherwise they'd be nowhere. Because if you're not 20, they weren't making, you know, the stars weren't getting any roles. So now they made all these series and they have, it's multi-generation, which is good. You know, and I think that's what gets everybody involved when there's different age groups rather than just one age group. You know. But am I the only person? Am I the only person that uh, I, I, I look? It's wonderful. There's so many great things on Netflix and Amazon and stuff that, like, I watch like a lot of people. But I, I mean, I remember the days when there were a couple, you know, cable channels to watch movies yeah. on, and there were movie theaters, right. and there were, you know, basically. It's like now I have so much trouble just keeping up with what's out there. Because oh, it's, you can't. It's, it's impossible. You, you can't know, it's, because they keep putting stuff yeah. on. And see, the, my problem is when I look at something, I go, oh, fine. And then they go, oh, it's seven seasons. And I go, oh, I, I just want a movie or something. You know, I, the, it's mini, the mini series are good. You know, the, the series yeah, the that mini, run about yeah. seven or eight episodes, those are good. You know, there's been a few of those I've – Your uh, Honor. I've, Your I've, Honor was really good. Uh, the, I think that was I, six or eight. I haven't seen Your that Honor. yet, but I'm looking forward to it. Oh, that is so good. That is really, really yeah. – the acting. And it's, it's a really – that's a really good one. You know, and some of those right. are really good. And I think what you're saying is actually some of those that they had in the past, the night of was one when they had uh, John Torrentino was in something. And right. um, with that res, it, that was fabulous. But now right. the series go on and on and on, and you're just going like, okay, if I stay up tonight and I watch like this one, and then you say, oh, how many are left? They go four. You go, oh, forget this. I can't stay up all night. You know? But, but binge and watching what with House right of Cards. I think it started with House of Cards. Oh, House, House of, of Cards. Cards. Yeah, one. everybody would watch the entire season, you know. I know. Uh, but <laughs> see, that, now, that's, a, that's an interesting show because that show was so great and so good. And now, yeah. you know, you could never watch it because of, you know, everything no. with Kevin Spacey, you know. I know, but see, this is what the problem is now. So, so many people in Hollywood have issues in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. So now that we know all these things, it's like you go, oh, I don't want to watch this or that. But this is so, you know, this is getting, it's getting old already because, you know, you don't want to hear all this. I think Cher said something that was really nothing. She said it on Twitter, and then everybody going like, oh, we don't like what you said, Cher, you know. I mean, it was one little tweet. So I think yeah. that that's what the problem is, is those little tweets that become, you know, I, I'm, sometimes I think to myself, is this all people do? I mean, do they have well, no time? Why do they have all this time to do this? You know? Well, that, 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 that destroyed uh, Roseanne. I mean, that was, it was basically yes. one tweet. Uh, and that, and yep. that pre, I mean, it's pretty much, uh, I mean, that reruns yep. are still, but I mean, she got thrown off the new show and everything over that. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. right. And, I forgot about that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And Sharon Osbourne is off another. And I show. I saw that show. She yeah, was she's off talk. the talk. Yeah, she's off you know, the talk. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to say. Yeah. You know, honestly, I saw that show. It was like she was bombarded. It was just too much to handle. He's watching it, you know. And I yeah. think that's what's happened now. It's everything is so personal that we can't enjoy people for who they are and what they're saying for the time. And I think everybody delves into everybody else's life so much. 
you know. Yeah. I think we had tabloids years ago, and the tabloids were no prize, but not everybody watched the tabloids. I, 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 I worked. I worked for the tabloids. My mother had them all the time, and my sister, they were always, watching, yeah. you know, reading those. But, you know, but, right, and those seem now calm compared to what goes on now. And in yeah, those, yeah. you know, I mean, now they just go for the throat, which is really tough. Yeah, this this uh, this, this cancer culture has really got me uh, got me nervous. Yeah, isn't it yeah. bad and, in a way? And, because sometimes you don't know if you write something. Now I'm thinking, well, because I'm, I'm writing, you know, if I I write, you know, you know, a, a love romance that's just simple, sweet. Okay, and then I'm thinking, oh, what if I swear in it? Should I? Can I swear? I mean, do these people swear? And I, then I go, oh, well, better not put it in, because then if I do, they'll say, oh, this is a different category now because they swore. You know, and that's bad. That really affects writers when you're writing. Yeah. You know, and I'm, I'm sure it does for yeah. both of you. You know, can you put this in now? Will someone just go crazy if you write something like that? Vincent, you, how do you feel about that when you're writing? Yeah, I you know it's um, I I do what I do and it comes out the way right. it comes out and if I start yeah. centering myself, which is right. what this all comes that's, down that's to, probably the best way to um, do it. I'm going right? to be I'm going to yeah. be in big trouble if someone doesn't want to read my work because of that. Um, yeah. Well, what can I say? But right. um, I I can tell you this much: I I work with a bunch of publishers and one publisher who's going to go unnamed right now, um, who I've sold hundreds of thousands of books for. Um, the board will no longer read my work because they consider my work to have a misogynistic tone to it. That's, uh, that's the time we are, we're living in right now. In oh, that's bad. Yeah. That's bad. Yeah. yeah. Well, which is, yeah, you know, yeah. which is a bad thing, which is why, you know, which does bring to mind why we're all, you know, because we there were all women on the panel that was last week talking about, uh, you know, Handmaid's Tale, you know, how frightening. Some people actually have written to me, they go like, oh, I don't know, I don't even want to talk about things like that, and politically, and, you know, and I'm thinking, everybody's so into all of this now, it's kind of, it's a different society now, you know, of how people think, you know, and I don't think that's so good, you know, you know, and that's what's happening. you know what? Uh, uh, it was a little off topic from what we're saying, but uh, we, no, it's okay. when 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 uh, Vincent was talking about uh, you know the, the, what you put in books and how times have changed, what's really amazing if you want to go really back to some of the you know the the pulp fiction and like uh, I will I'm one of those people who will you know every six months or a year I'll pick up a. Uh, Raymond Chandler and read one of the Philip Marlowe's, you know, whether it be The Long Goodbye or, you know, The Big Sleep or one of those. Uh, There is, yeah, I kind of think The Long Goodbye might be my favorite, you know, mystery ever. But um, there is stuff in there that is, like, really, like, jarring now about women, uh, about race. uh, And, 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 you know, it's not, it's not... um, it's not it, or wouldn't it's nothing like Chandler did wrong because he was writing at a different time in history. Right. But um, exactly. but when you read them today it's 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 a lot of it's very rough in terms of the way women are treated and and and, yeah. and obviously in terms of you know blacks and other minorities in the books, you know, they're But, you know, you can't take uh, out, you can't take out history. You can't just forget everything, you know, and a lot of these writers in the past wrote, yeah, they just wrote a lot of stuff, you know, and they didn't think about anything. It just was part of, that's the thing. It's part of the story that they were writing. 
and and right. the, how they were writing the characters. And I think that's what's happened is that you have to realize this is fiction. And I think yeah, this is right, what's yeah. bad now. And, you know, I know and my grandmother read all these, you know, she used to read uh, um, all these sexy books and all this stuff. And I was, how I grew up reading all that. And if you look at a lot of these books, like you're saying now, they are, they yeah. have a lot of sex in They are unbelievable. You know, well, but I mean, not uh, so much sex too. But I mean, just no, like but I sex say, and their opinions, but their opinions of women and what they right. did. Oh yeah, you know. Yeah. But but so one interesting thing about that is I wound up and you know that began changing really I think around um, back in the '80s because um, I got a chance to interview uh, Sarah Paresky, um oh, oh, yeah. Chicago, right? Yeah, because yeah, of, and but, uh, well, yeah, Wachowski, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah, and her uh, character, right. and yeah. and yeah, the Wachowski character, yeah, yeah. and. Um, and she was talking about that and how, you know, up till around, I guess, the early 80s, uh, that, uh, it, you know, it's the whole thing that uh, uh, women in detective novels were either victims yeah. or vixens, you know. Uh, they yep. never really had a role. And then she she started writing Warshawski. Sue Grafton started writing yes. uh, Kinsey yeah. Malone. And the then after that, right. Janet Ivanovich came along with Stephanie yeah. Plum. And it kind of changed the, the tone where women yeah. were like, you know, like completely different, and and I mean, it was true in society too. But yeah, you know, yeah. in detective fiction, I mean, you you would you would be hard pressed, other than maybe you know Agatha Christie or somebody, to finding too many women who were like, you know, really portrayed positively, um, uh, you know, in detective fiction because it's so it was so yeah. macho during the Raymond Chandler period, you know. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Right, they did. You know, and one of the things like when they took Perry Mason though, and they made Perry Mason. You know, they did the series. They, it wasn't even Perry Mason. So I don't know why they used his name when they did the mean? series on, I think it was HBO or one of them. I just oh, don't know. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah. I don't know why they I did that know. because Perry Mason was Perry Mason. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Raymond Burr. Raymond Burr. Yeah, yeah. I did not know that. Yes. I did not know did that. They had, yeah. That they did another one? I, I didn't watch it. I didn't. It was the same thing when they did the. They did Magnum. They did a Magnum, you know, without Tom Selleck. Yeah, and yeah, I, yeah, I'm like, yeah, I don't. Yeah. I'm just not gonna. I'm just because you know the, 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 the those people to me are the characters, you know. Exactly. And I don't, yes, I'm not exactly. gonna watch. A, I'm not gonna. Yeah, watch and I wonder a, why uh, they. I don't know why they they attempt to do that. They thinking that they're gonna get the audience, but you know, the audience, the younger audience, a lot of the younger audience, they don't know who Raymond Burr was or, you know, what Perry yeah. Mason was. But now they do because, right. of, you know, naturally people have been home a lot. They're watching a lot of old films and a lot of old series. But why you not know? just make a, a show about a new lawyer and give him a different name? I mean, you know, like I, like, well, I agree with you that I think, you know, like most of the uh, young kids aren't going to know who it is anyway. And right, the so I don't know why like they did us, it. We're going to be annoyed because, you know, yeah. we're well, going that's to be why I, I watched like, one or yeah, two of them and I went like, I don't think I can watch this, you know, because it wasn't anything, yeah. you know, this was like my mother's all-time favorite, right? Yeah, every, yeah, she watched every one of them, you know. And Perry Mason was just, a, you know, Della Street. They were just who they were, you know. And yeah. like, I why still change watch them. it? I still watch you know, them I mean, there's TV. so many writers yeah. out there writing new things. Why take the old characters that really are just they're like legends, you know, to people. And they're, you yeah, know, just the yeah. way they were. Because who wouldn't want to write a character that everybody remembers? You know who I like? I, you know, we were talking about Peter Falk and, you know, Colombo, Ben Gazzara mm-hmm. and all those people, Nick Cassavetti. Right. Ben Gazzara, was like right, a whole, right. Those, there was a whole crew. of They were, like, yes, so yeah. fun to watch when they did movies. You know, um, it was just so different, you know, because some of those people that 
They're acting. I mean, you actually kind of thought Ben Gazzari was the way he was in anything he was ever in. You know, and just yeah. like, you know, just like in Godfather, you know, Al Pacino is still the Godfather. You know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. who he is. You know, and no matter what else he does, you when you talk, you look at him. You know, he's done a lot of different crazy type. Always oh, been now. great I mean, movies. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But. but he's still, you know, that's what you think of him. You know, is Michael and <laughs> just and 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 you know, and that's another whole story too. I get fascinated by these stories. You know, uh, 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 they they did not every nobody. They did not want him in that role. They must have tried, you know, eight all the yeah, million people, people in that role. And yeah. Michael, nobody they wanted thought Robert he Redford, was the, didn't they? They wanted yeah. Robert Redford at one point. They I think wanted they Robert wanted Redford, De Niro. De Niro, who later was in Godfather Two, I think right. De Niro tried. <laughs> right. Um, I mean, right. Redford would have been like really weirdly. I mean, who knows? But I, I mean, know that know, would have been yeah. out of sorts. And then, and then they tried. Uh, there, there's actually a screen test. You can find it on YouTube where they went to uh, James Caan and they said, "Well, we know you're playing Sonny, but we, we want to try you out as Michael." And then so he does some of the Michael scenes, you know. Yeah. Uh, but he and he's so great as Sonny, you know, that it's all yeah. you know, But but it, it's just um, it's just. See, they, that's uh, another one. They, James Caan is so good. I mean, you just yeah. that's a, like guy that he, any role he played, you like. Want to watch that role? You know, I mean. You want to certain... know a you want to see, you want to know a great movie? Uh, and mm. Vincent, you're probably familiar with this one. Michael Mann Thief with uh, James Caan was made around seven, 1979. And he and uh, and uh, and James Caan plays this kind of yeah yeah thief, but he's you know a kind of a sympathetic guy who's trying to go straight or whatever but you know one more big thing and he, it right. is it is it is it's it's one of the better movies you'll ever see you know and yeah, it's all because yeah, James Caan all because yeah. James Caan and Tuesday Weld how do you beat that combination yeah Tuesday Weld wow. You know, it's it really, I mean, this is the thing. When you can think about all these people, and so that's what's fun of, I, this is why I like this show, is because we just talk about things that people, you know, it's just when you really go back or, you know, to some of these roles, these are like such, like, uh, okay, like good, I watch, I happen to love Goodfellas. I watch it like every time. Oh. I, I don't know. Oh, I have yeah. it right. in my that's... saved, I, I keep watching that. I just, I oh, watch that watch... movie. Perfect. I cannot, I love yeah. Ray Liotta in that. I mean, I just love that movie and I you know I liked it when it came out because I went like oh I really like this because they had the music every every scene had music to it and it was just oh, great, great music yeah yeah oh great, music. So great dialogue good. that's I think Scorsese's I think it's Scorsese's oh, you know Scorsese's made a lot of good ones but that I think to me uh <laughs> is his best and you know it's one of those movies um that you can literally, and it's on all the time. You can watch yeah, fifteen minutes of it, and then and then move on, and it's and and, it, it's, and it's enjoyable. I mean, because you know the movie so well, you watch a scene, you know, and, and oh, I do. Right. I used to say it. I go like, oh, this is a good scene. I gotta watch this scene now. Like, okay, now Scarface. It's really there's a lot of murders in that one, but and there's yeah, a few well, scenes that are really intense. Is. You know, but I go like, oh, I love this movie. I'm thinking this is why when I, I whenever those are the one, the three. I, well, see, I like Godfather three, and everybody hates it. But I loved Godfather. I couldn't I, watch about that. It. I, I, I couldn't I watch know. it. I got, I stopped midway through. <laughs> I know. I I liked it because I don't know. There's this one scene in it I liked when they just kept showing different. Uh, was, I don't know. I just loved part of it. But that one, they sometimes they say, okay, Godfather one and two. They forget like they had Godfather three. It's like, yeah. oh my god. 
Well, you know, a lot of people think Godfather Two is better than Godfather One. I I don't really know that I could differentiate them. They're both, you know, like yeah, they're both epic, good. I mean, they're story. really, yeah. you know, and look at the people. Look at look at the amount of people in that. I mean, and look at the money that you have to raise to get a movie like that made. But of course, now these a lot of the actors want so much money. This is a problem. That's why you don't see romantic comedies because they all want to be. You know, you have to have a man and woman of equal that they get the same amount of money, and it's a ton. So, right, and right. Yeah. if you don't have well-known people in romantic comedies, it doesn't work well. You know, right. a lot of times, and so right. that's why. Like, I think Bill Maher was saying that he goes, "What happened to some happy movies? We don't have very many of those anymore. Right. You know, some happy ones. You know, and I think well, that also it's very difficult salary. to write any any kind of comedic script nowadays. You know, like oh, now, uh, yeah, yeah, it, it's almost impossible. Like, ask any comedian. Like, they're like, I, I don't even know how to how to give a you know, do a stand-up show anymore because I'm yeah. just, really I'm hard like, for them. I'm gonna, yeah. You know, who am I going to piss off this time? You know, and yep, yeah. and that's well, true. You know, and that's you know really who manages. Good. You know who managed to do it on TV pretty well is uh, Jerry Seinfeld. Is Larry, Larry, uh, well, not really, but uh, well, I was going to say Larry David with Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah, that, that's yeah. kind of a, you know, no Seinfeld has said um, that. Uh, they could not do their show today because all those things that right. they would do, you know, we'll about the topic. being gay yeah, and things, true. yeah, they they would be uh, they would be you know they would be criticized for being you know politically incorrect. And he, oh I my god, you felt, could, yeah, you couldn't have Animal House today. You couldn't have Caddyshack. You couldn't. Oh my god, nope. Oh yeah, a lot, of, a, a lot of <laughs> a lot like of great, a lot of great stuff. Like nothing you know, to watch. You, <laughs> you, you know what? You know what's interesting to do sometimes is uh, I, I'm one of these people that goes down a rabbit hole on YouTube. I'll start watching something. I'll watch another one, another one. You know, and uh, right. and uh, uh, you go back and watch some of the Don Rickles performances, and he, he oh, is yeah. like yeah, yeah. he makes fun of everyone. I oh mean, my God! Everyone, yeah. every race, and it's look, almost look. like. And all these comments on it will be, oh, my God, I missed that, you know, because yep. he clearly did it out of, like, a loving – you know, he wasn't being yep. mean. He was just being – he just ripped everyone. Oh, my God. Level, it was you know? unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. And I don't, you know, and I don't know now. From years ago? Oh, my God. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 Well, let me just say we talk about movies. I just want to throw out because we were talking about The Godfather with Francis uh, Ford Coppola. So my favorite movie, probably of all time, and there's a number of them. You mentioned Goodfellas, and you know. Yeah. But my favorite movie of all time, and part of it because I was there, I was in Vietnam, is Apocalypse Now. I just think Apocalypse Now is one of the most amazing movies I've ever seen. That is an awesome movie. Yeah. 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 Full Metal Jacket, uh, uh, that was a good one. Not as much, time. not as much. I it, that not was as, not as the the first half. Now what of about Full Platoon? Metal okay, because you were all right, so you were. No, I actually. How do you Platoon, feel Platoon? Because I, like, I know Platoon I really had a like lot of Platoon. issues. I didn't did? really. I remember I saw Platoon at the time. I didn't really. I didn't have any issues. I just didn't relate to it. The the first half of Full Metal Jacket, which is the whole basic training thing. Yeah. That's very hard to. That's very well done, but it's very hard to take because I went through basic training in the army. And, yeah, because a lot and, of people like I identify it. with a lot of that stuff. And I thought the right. second half was weird. Uh, I loved. Uh, I loved. Uh, I, like I said, Apocalypse Now is just on a whole other level. I mean, just 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 watching like Dennis Hopper at the end do his shtick. I mean, you know, the whole movie is. You you know, is is just and Martin. Well, Sheen Dennis Hopper, amazing. like like some of those actors. Oh, I forgot about Dennis Hopper. Oh God, and Peter Fonda, <laughs> yep. Jack yeah. Nicholson, and you know, uh, what's the Five Easy Pieces? I mean, 
Yeah. Those are movies I don't think they could even make. I mean, just hit, when you remember, I, I don't know, I was talking this before, when you remember scenes that somebody does so well and you remember them years later, this is a good movie, I think, when you well, remember but, but them. You, know, you, you, you know. talk about the kind of movies people make. And, and, you know, like I remember I'm just, I was thinking one day, like as recently as, say, the late 90s. I mean, obviously there have been really good movies since yeah, then. But I remember yeah. in the late 90s, at the same time, the two people said, oh, these, these two movies, you've got to go see them. And they were both like amazing and they were they were every not only were they good but they were funny there were all these things and one of them was uh, jack nicholson is as good as it gets which is a wonderful oh my movie. god i watched that a lot and the other one was and the other one was it was a great movie and the other one was good will hunting you know with uh with yeah, uh, matt damon good. and ben affleck yeah and they that both, was really good. like these movies Another great coming one. out you don't see you just don't see that many movies like that that are no, not that like are that. everything. No. You know, they're entertaining, but they're more than entertaining. They're not just, you know, I look, I love Animal House, but these are movies like they have a message, but they're funny. They're 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 just right. great on every level. You know. I think the other one is that right. I watched Something's Got to Give or something with Annette J- and uh, Jack Nicholson. Yeah, that's not quite as good. That's Diane. Uh, uh, yeah, but, I, but some and, movies uh, I just keep watching. But, you know, I have movies where I watch where I don't have to think. Because I know the yeah. movie. Those that's on one of them that you just can keep in the background or whatever, and you know you you don't have to watch it, you know, because you know it. But I mean, right. I have movies like that, and some movies you really have to watch. And uh, like I, I don't know. Have you watched The Crown or any of the? I'm keep. I'm I'm trying. No, I, I don't do even. Crown. I don't see, I, that. see, I'm trying to do The Crown. I'm watching Outlanders. It's not even a genre that I'm that familiar with but I'm it's pretty good though I mean the acting is good you know so I'm watching it well, but I know there's like so many seasons I don't know if I'll ever finish it you know well, um, talking about movies that that you just watch like because you, you you find them weirdly entertaining it's like they're also what you know what you refer to I guess or I would refer to as guilty pleasure movies like you don't want to admit yeah. Because they're really stupid, but you but you still like yeah. them. And for me, I don't know if, any, if anybody there either of you want to admit it, but for me, one like that is uh, Chris Farley and Tommy Boy. I, I mean, it is the stupidest oh. movie. Well, Chris, but I, I can yeah, watch but, that over uh, and over again just to watch <laughs> him. You know, right, and I right. laugh. Well, look at you know, him. Like, I mean, there's nobody like, that did uh, nobody except Bellucci. I mean, the so, the, the way they John did Candy. things. John Candy. Was, was, John Candy was really good too. Yeah, John. Yeah, right. Yeah, he yeah, was. Yeah. I, yeah. My guilty pleasure is Office Space. I just love that movie. Uh, oh, yeah. No, that's not even a good, that's a great movie. Yeah. I yeah. Can't it's a great movie. movie. Yeah. 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 Also, also another, another, another one you got to watch every year is Sideways. Oh, I love oh, that movie. Yeah, that is yeah. so good. That's, uh, Giamatti. that's Giamatti, right? I love yeah, him in that Giamatti movie. Yeah, right? Giamatti, and he's trying. And he's, oh. and he's, and he's, he's a writer, but like, he, he, oh, it's how so many times yeah, have you called your agent? Yeah, like, you know, it's yeah I saw that. Oh I saw that. I saw that a long time ago. I didn't remember that. Office Space. I came too late. Um, uh, and you know, everybody would always talk about. But who's the guy that the guy that plays the boss is just so hilarious. Uh, with oh, the I don't know his name, but. Uh, he was it terrific. It is such an like, over-the-top um, performance. Yeah, you know. Yeah, right. some of them. Oh my God, some of those performances. I mean, are just. Uh, I mean, it's unbelievable how, you know. Yeah. And all these years later, they still work. See, that's the thing. They still work. You know, even when yep. you take shows like you know any of the older shows, like like you're saying, like Mary Tyler Moore. I mean, people still watch these things now, which is that's the good thing about on demand and things like that. And you know, where people are watching some of these things 
things from the past that really were good. And it doesn't have to be a movie. Like, I, lo- I do like, you know, Turner Classic. I do watch that. And, you know, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I, I, I tried to get into Mank, but I, you know, I just I was I, watching did, did, it. Did you watch? I was going to say, I tried so hard to watch that, and I just gave I know, up midway through. Because I wanted to like that, because I really did. It sounded like, like a Gary great Oman, idea, you know, like yeah, the whole thing yeah. with the, or so, yeah. Did yeah, you watch that, and, you know. Mank. Vincent, did you watch Mank? No, I did not. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, yeah. I won like ten. It won like ten awards like the other night. Yeah. You know, at the Oscars. Yeah. But I, I just, I didn't know what. I, I just got so bored and and so confused by it all. And uh, I, I made it about halfway through. I don't know about you, Marcia, but then I just gave up. I said I can't. I didn't. I didn't finish it. And I see. You know what? This is what I never used to do. That I used to finish every movie, no matter good or bad. Because I just wanted right. to finish, but some of these I can't do now. I just can't. It's yeah. just like I'm watching it and I go, I don't think I can do this. <laughs> I can't, you know. Yeah. Maybe because I have more time watching. You know, I never really, you know, and I. Well, that's why I was doing this show now because so many of us are home. We have been home, and now we're all starting to go out a little because hopefully people are getting their vaccines, you know. And I think then maybe they won't watch it as much. But some of the stuff isn't good, but some is really great, you know. But a lot of the older ones are. That's why I tried Man because I wanted to see it was black and white. I wanted to see how it would be, but no, I just couldn't finish it, and that's the problem, yeah, yeah. you know. And the acting is, you know, the acting is good. Who, you know, what's his name? The guy yeah, plays yeah, the character. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but, but it's just like, yeah, and I, I have the same thing as you. Like, I really want it. You know how you you want to like something, and you try and will yourself to it, and I then know. at some point I you're know. just like, yeah. okay. So what I, one sh- you know, talking about TV shows, I'm a, and I'm a latecomer to this one because everybody's been, this is something on uh, Amazon Prime now, and everybody, uh, uh, I mean, I'm sure you're familiar with it, Vincent. Everybody, um, everybody has talked about this for a long time, and I'm the biggest Michael Conley fan of the world. I've read every one of his books, you know, every one. I've never not, you know, and, uh, but I never had watched the uh, Bosch series on uh, Amazon, and it is oh, really good. basically good. It, it is really it. good. And is I'm it, like, yeah, somebody says the Bosch six. Yeah, the Bosch. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's, and it's sort of, it's a lot like the books, but it's got, you know, it's, it, you know, it's one of those ones where they, they change it enough to make it more, better TV, but they don't change it too much that they ruin the, you know, the structure of the character. Um, so, and he's very, he was very involved, he is very involved in it, Michael Conley, you know, as a producer. So, uh, but that's, a, I would, yeah. Uh, and again, Did you see I, there's one, one on Netflix, people. I think it's Lubin, Lubin? I think Lubin. Yeah, I haven't watched that's, that one. Haven't watched. That's that good. One. That's really good because you know I, I like when after an episode, it's so it's like sh- shocking at the end. You know, it's like oh really? You know, I mean, and so what is, what is that? L U B I N Lubin, I think Lubin. Yeah. Oh, well, I have to check that out too. I'm, I'm behind. Yeah. Well, I am. You know what though? I have lists, but then I turn it on, and you know they're just they're just okay. You know. So I sometimes I do yeah. just watch because I like Betty Davis and I love um, Joan Crawford. I like them, so I just watch their movies, and they're very they're they're small. You know, they don't have a big story, and it's just yeah. about watching these characters act. You know, and the right, roles they play right. and the dialogue. You know, and in those days, when you really look at the credits, there's a lot of women that wrote them, directed them, produced them. And then there was a time when they weren't a lot of women. So I think, you know, and I do think one of the things is, I think it would be nice to have a world where now people just say, this is a good movie, not by a man or not by a woman, or just a good movie, 
you know, to right. take it for what it is, not to say, you know, who is it, you know, who wrote it. You know, it's just like this is a good story, and I like it. You know, and exactly. I think I I hope for that day again where we don't have to keep saying this is by this one and this one is good, so you have to like it. You know, and it's just exactly. Yeah, and I, exactly. I think that's, that, a, that's a good note you know, to end the program, our, our radio yes, show. Yes, on, it actually. is. Yes, it's right. just perfect. <laughs> Make it's perfect. Well, well, right. that are just good that we like to watch. <laughs> that's all. That's it. That's right, and it's fun. All right, and I thank you guys for both being on. All right, Dick, I know you're coming on in a couple weeks, right? Because your okay, book is sure. coming out. And sure. I think what day is it? We're, I think it's in May, right? May. Uh, yeah, the 11th? book comes out May 11th. Yeah, probably. And Vincent, let me know if you want to come on because Vincent's got new books. You know, I mean, this is the thing that I wanted to say before sure. we end it. You know, I myself have been doing a lot of social media and things like that, but I do think in order to write, you have to keep writing. And these are two writers today, you know, Vincent and Dick, who write constantly. And yes, we do. That's really what you have to do. And, and the one, I, oh, I just have to ask one question. Could you just say about Vela? You're doing Vela now, right? I saw, I read, uh, Vincent, you're doing a Vela? Yeah, I put up a, I, I, this week I wrote a novelette, a 19,000 word novelette, and I'm like, you know what, I'm going to yeah. put the first couple of chapters up on that and see what happens. But then I found out that uh, it's really not going to be available for a couple months. See, I so, didn't think I it was, right, see, I, I was, right, because I think I got a message about that, but months. I didn't think it was out yet to do. So no, people it's not can available just, yet. You can, you can use the platform as an author, but, uh, um, like, what if I sell the story or something, you know, then i got to take it down. So, um, but I am oh, going to yeah. use it. I, I'm definitely planning on using that as another uh, income stream, you know, yeah. uh, that's because that's what it's all about. Um, and we'll see what happens. Right, I think it sounds like something interesting, you know, to do. You know, listen, I mean, there are a lot of things, but I do think writing, you know, and I know you've been doing some, you did some Facebook just chats, or was it YouTube? You did a YouTube, you know, and that's pretty, that's yes. good one. You know, I've never really done that live, you know, to just tell people um, how they started writing and what they did, you oh, know, yes, yes, to keep video. going. Yep, I just recorded another and, one today. Yeah, and I think that's, you know, and I think, you know, I don't know if you've done them, Dick. I haven't really done them, but yeah. I think it's really good for new well, authors to listen to that I, because they really I, have to understand that. Yeah, I just did one for actually for, uh, uh, you know, there's no Thriller Fest this year, but there's a virtual one, and uh, yeah. and I did uh, um, I did one uh, a video for them, and, uh, you know, uh, and then I do obviously a lot of other stuff on YouTube and Zoom and all that stuff because that's what we do right. these days. Since we can't yeah. go to conferences, and I think and I think yeah. people need to hear from yeah. authors though to say to keep going, you know, of, of right. not not right. stop, you know. Well, I, and, the, you know, I was struck a by a very good platform and, is Instagram TV. That's, that's like I think it's more powerful. Got to be more powerful than YouTube. Yeah, Instagram TV. Yeah. Well, I was just to say yeah. I, 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 Vincent said something at the very beginning of the show, which I really related to. He was talking about all the books he writes, and he writes for himself and all that stuff. And, and I, I could tell from the way he was saying it that he, he has the same feeling about writing as I do. I really enjoy writing, and you know, and there's right. a lot of people that don't. You know, it's like, oh, it's a struggle. I got writer's block. Yeah. I even if I'm not publishing, even if I'm not selling anything, I'm still writing because uh, yeah. I enjoy yeah. the process. So I think I think that's exactly. a, to me that's a big the best advice when people say you want well, to be a writer. I think that's really a, you okay, know. Go write. I'm wondering, go write. You know. <laughs> right, and I'm wondering right. what other people did. I you know, I said to my husband, I said, what do you think about like for me? Like I never, I'm always thinking about my characters. I wonder what regular people 
sit, like if they're sitting, what they think mm. of. Because I can't imagine right. not thinking of characters, you know, yeah. and, and stories, you know. But I regular right. people probably just sit and relax. I don't know. I don't know what that is exactly. because I'm always <laughs> thinking. And I think both of you are yeah. too. So I think anybody out there that's listening today for the end of the show, just write. Don't keep saying you're going to write because going to write doesn't do anything for you. you no, no, write no, it, it doesn't cut it. No, it doesn't. You have to go through it. This is hard. It's not easy. And so just start. Don't say, like, it's, I'm going to start writing next Tuesday. That doesn't work. Just write. So I think if, <laughs> yeah, you know, sure. and then maybe you could have a movie. We'll be talking about your movie, <laughs> and if it's good or bad. We hope anyway, so. all right, thank you guys we very much so. for being on. And uh, Thanks, you're Martha. always welcome on the shows. This was fun. Thank you. Okay, this is fun just to Thanks talk so about much, you know, what you guys think. Good Take care. You, thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. 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 Bye-bye.